Hello everyone, this is Callie Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for May 15th through the 21st of 2022. So our week kicks off on Sunday with a lot of action and energy, including our eclipse, depending on what time zone you're in. So I'm going to start with Cirrus entering Cancer until July 23rd. So Cirrus rules how we nurture and like to be nurtured. As it moves through the signs, it also moves through your respective houses, activating your planets and bringing some much-needed loving, caring, nurturing, maternal energy to those zones. It takes about five years for Cirrus to move through all 12 signs, so the last time it was in Cancer was July of 2017, and FYI, the next time will be August 2026. It's time for adjustments and improvements to our personal containers and a concentrated dose of nourishment in our Cancer Capricorn and Aries Libra departments by default. It is a once in five years renewal in the Cancer Zone, and this is your emotional health and personal security, how you process your feelings and secure your home base or your foundation. After the couple of years that we've had, this is critical to co-create with consciously. You are supported to reset how you feel about home and work in the context of what really feeds, nourishes, and protects you and what you love and are passionate about. We should give some extra attention to improving our emotional well-being in any way we can. Feed your soul on some level. Check in with your body to see what really nourishes and feeds you on a physical level. Protect your peace by keeping good, healthy boundaries with others. Cirrus in Cancer gives you the energy to nurture yourself like a loving parent would. Tend to your personal needs, do some deep self-care, review all your journals and list the highlights of all that you have cultivated and developed, and can now release to clear space for renewed creativity. Okay, deep breath. So basically, she's just come through Gemini at a critical time when we have to rethink what actually feeds and protects us. And now we've got to put it together and practice and take this time to go deeper. It was almost like we had to change our mind. And now we go into our body and soul to make some real adjustments to see what's going to actually work, you know, at this new level of consciousness in this new world post 2020 and all the crazy. So it's not a bad one to have. It's still an initiation. So think of it that way. The same day, Sun squares Saturn and sextiles Neptune. So we are getting challenged to grow in our reality, but we're gaining some traction with the vision. And then we still have the eclipse to deal with. So it's a lot all in one day. And I guess I did tell you last week was no activations and what happens. The next week or two ends up being pretty intense. And here we are. So Sun squares Saturn, something that happens every year, but is happening in the fixed energies while Saturn's in Aquarius, affecting Leo, Aquarius, and Taurus, Scorpio most directly. And it is Taurus time. So this is an annual thing. Get about two to three chances with this. With this energy, it is best to understand that you will have two distinct pulls within. Obligations to others versus responsibility to self. It's not nearly as bad as it feels. However, it does bring up something we all work really hard to balance to some degree or another. And that's our self versus others. You know, our individual within the context of our relationships is something we all have to deal with, right? So how much do you owe yourself and how much are you obligated to others? Balance and reciprocity come to mind as guides. One of the challenges of this influence is making negative assumptions that there is no support for you when in truth, you haven't asked for any. 
and help must be invited. Deep breath. Saturn brings up our relationship to time, and some people may feel restricted, as if life, other, outer is all too demanding, and there's never any time just for the individual. This activation is a push to grow. It's time to hold your own structure in some way and reclaim your inner authority to direct your own life. Others may find their lives falling apart because they've avoided responsibility for so long and now there's no more wiggle room. Rather than have a meltdown, take a nap and resolve to wake up with a plan, a strategy for taking the next step, even if that means simply asking for help or guidance from someone older and wiser. It's time to deepen your dedication and commit to yourself in a whole new way. Recognize any current limitations and work with the resources at hand for now. The sun usually illuminates the core essential nature or self, so see where you may be stuck and need to break out of a rut of some sort and trust that taking charge and making a decision and choosing a direction is inviting help from the universe to support your new direction. Deep breath. So like it says, you know, a lot of times this just sun is illuminating where we might be feeling restricted or limited in some way, but also where we might not have taken full responsibility. And once we do, the path kind of opens up. This is under that Kellyism when I say if they can't see it, you know, the sun's lighting it up, then they can't own it. And if they can't own it, they can't change it. So we have to be able to see it first. Once we can see it, then we can start to own it. Once we own it, then we can change it. But same day, we get a shot at Neptune and a sextile, which is an opportunity to gain some traction. So that's a good one between Taurus and Pisces. So this is an energy we've actually been working with a lot lately. This energy activates your ability to dissolve the ego momentarily and allow your soul self to shine through. Your spiritual center, base, or practice comes up. How is it supporting you? If you've gotten away from your practice, this energy will make it easier to connect to your spirit, your intuition, and the vision for your life's purpose at this time. You may find where your contribution is most valued when you step outside of yourself and see how others' needs are important too. Find a need and fill it in your own deliciously unique way, as you will be more giving and compassionate naturally under this influence. Your physical energy may be low as a result of Neptune channeling the sun's source energy inwardly to recharge your spirit. Otherwise, it could be projections of all kinds, yours and other people's as well. Best to spend some time in intentional solitude, preferably in nature if when and where possible. Deep breath. So you know what this one makes me think of? is the clarity you get when you hit the wall and you do have to make a decision or something in the reality has to shift or something in your physical literal approach has to change. And it's just that moment of illumination that Sun and Neptune can let us do and surrender (laughs) and trust in the outcome that when you're being blocked in one direction, it's because there's either something you need to know or there's a better direction to go in. So let's look at that Scorpio Some are saying super full moon lunar eclipse, but my God, isn't the lunar eclipse enough? Now, I do know next month is a super full moon in Sag, and then following that, a super full moon in Capricorn. So, most of the time, we do have three in a row, but for some reason, this one wasn't marked on mine, and I think I read it from Kathy Pagano saying that it was a super moon on top of it. So, get out under the sky. It's supposed to be visible in America. Mostly on the East Coast, it gets a little bit more faint as it goes west. 
But get out under that sky and commune with this major release. Annual for sure, but now we're talking eclipses, which is a 10 and 20 year cycle. So this is also the third in the eclipse series out of seven. Okay. The Scorpio full moon always shines a bright light on that which we may have overlooked, suppressed, or postponed that will no longer remain hidden. Scorpio moon can also be a very emotionally intense moon to experience and navigate. So rather than let it plunge you into the depths of the underworld, try to consciously choose an aspect of your being or your life that you are ready, willing, and finally able to truly release and ask that the universe support this process with ease and grace. Look at this as bigger than the usual annual release. Now we're talking 10 and 20 year cycles. The resonant years are 2012 to 14 and 2002 to 05. So let's reflect on those years because it's all circling back for an upgrade and for the next level of evolution. And this time you can do it a different way. You can respond in new ways, but it's still Taurus Scorpio themes. So a lot of the same life, death, life cycle themes are up. Humans are creatures of habit and generally resist letting go. But honestly, that will only intensify and prolong any pain that you may already be experiencing. Take your power back by choosing to allow whatever it is to go from your life so that it can either come back in a higher purified form or something even better can grow up in its place that would better suit your needs at this time anyway. Remember, Scorpio is raw truth. So don't try to make sense of it until next month with the Sag super full moon when it brings in the higher truth. Right now, just work on surrender and acceptance as well as reclaiming your own power to direct your life. This is a potent time for consciously co-creating with the life-death-life cycle. So what in or around you needs to die so that something new can be seeded to come into existence? This full moon asks you to define your deepest core values and then asks, what are you willing to sacrifice for something of greater value to you? This Scorpio full moon will reveal many things and connect you to your own soul's desires as well as fears, catalyzing the deepest of all surrenders. Some aspect of life has truly died, but only in the way that it creates space and nutrient for new life to take root. Scorpio full moon gives you a chance to release or compost whatever has outgrown its natural lifespan. Take some time to cleanse and purify your system of all that has grown toxic or run its natural course. Use this energy to release waste, debris, and the non-essential and use the light of the full moon to bathe yourself with a new life, vitality, and power when it returns from its total lunar eclipse. Reset for another 10 and 20 year cycle of life, death, and rebirth. Deep breath. So that's our body and soul reboot. Very powerful to co-create with, directly affecting your Taurus Scorpio departments and your Leo Aquarius departments. So that's all Sunday, maybe early morning, Monday, around midnight and all that. Then we jump to the 18th, which is Wednesday, when Mars will conjunct Neptune in Pisces. That's very powerful. Once every two years, Neptune's there for 14, so we get about seven chances to link up in Pisces and recalibrate the masculine in a new way, activating that imagination and calling in the spiritual guide and intuition within you to know right timing for you. You know, that's a powerful thing to let's say, set our intentions around at this time. 
So this energy is great for tapping into your intuition and acting on its promptings. If you're focused on your dreams at the moment, this will give you a boost of creative energy. It is time to expand your vision and play a little. This is not necessarily time to push your body, but your imagination. How well do you do with your own actions or sense of fearlessness, passion, and desire nature? If you resist these aspects of your nature, this energy will be tough to navigate. Sometimes you can feel much like you're walking on the bottom of a pool. Instead, try to practice floating above it all rather than letting it get you down. This energy reminds us that effectiveness is more important than speed in most cases. So watch what gets you fired up and direct it consciously. Be proactive rather than reactive. Use your imagination every chance you get and embrace opportunities to improvise. Okay, deep breath. Be gentle and compassionate with yourself and others, honoring all wherever they may be on their chosen path. Deep breath. That's a lot, but that's a very powerful activation. And the same day, Wednesday, I am willing to host a conference call or a Zoom, I guess, if you reply and let me know which you prefer. And if you would like to check in around the Jupiter and Aries, which only happens every 12 years and is going to directly expand our Aries, Libra and Cancer Capricorn departments. So let me hear from you and I will put that together. Obviously, I need registrations and everything by Tuesday at least so that I can set up in time for Wednesday. Thursday the 19th, Sun is going to trine Pluto. So this energy makes you want to get things done by any means necessary. And you may tend to come on a little strong, but it's all good. The work you want to do is the work that needs to be done. And in doing it and facing things head on, you will gain insights about yourself that fortify your foundation so that your life can evolve to the next level organically. This intense and powerful energy is transformative in nature and will provoke you to think deeply about your own life, what you need, desire, and deserve. You may find that some aspects of your life need to be reformed or released. Go for it. This energy makes reform and release easier than usual. It's a good time to make an impression or an impact on others, but be sure to keep it on the highest level possible. Any actions or statements used to manipulate others for selfish gain can and usually will backfire on you in a big way. This is a positive, uplifting, transformative energy. Use it as such to clear the debris and create the life you were born to live. Deep breath. So this, like it says, it just makes the transformation easier. I remember earlier, Sun linking up with Saturn is showing us somewhere where we might be a little resistant that sun linking up with Neptune is activating our imagination to come up with the creative solution. And sun linking up with Pluto is helping us with ease and grace in a trine, helping us do the transformation we need to do with smooth ease and grace. I love it. I love it. Now here comes Mercury retrograde. We're getting into the thick of it now. How's everyone doing? It's going to sextile Jupiter for the second time. It hit it April 27th. Now it's retrograde, hitting it again May 19th. And then the final time will be on summer solstice, June 20th. Where sun sextile Jupiter is more about you, this activation is more about your consciousness, ideas, thoughts, and concepts which Jupiter expands in some way, helping you to think bigger, edit your personal story, and step up your game in some kind of way. This is also a great energy to work with if you are in school, learning something new, expanding your knowledge base, or gathering new tools and information to support your goals. 
Your dreams are tapping you on the shoulder, demanding some attention. Mundane issues are not your concern right now. You want to figure out how to create the life you've been imagining. This energy also provokes within you the awareness and understanding that being generous naturally attracts generosity to you. The big picture and overall patterns which have led you to this point are being brought into the light. Feeling clear, sharp, alert, and optimistic, you begin to realize that anything you can imagine or remember, you can also achieve. So, because it's a retrograde, again, this is a process of allowing Jupiter to expand your consciousness and activate your imagination to rethink some things and go back over recent territory, check some details, go over your creative ideas and projects, check in and see if you need to think bigger in certain ways. That same day, Thursday, is the Venus Circle. Venus is in Aries at the Heart Chakra. That's where our clearing and release is happening. So this is most pertinent to Aries, Libra, and Cancer Capricorn departments of life. But if you have planets activated, that makes it pretty personal for you this month. And feel free to drop in and join us. We can get the tools and the replay and all that. On the 21st, which is Saturday, Mercury retrograde conjuncts the sun. So this is part of the whole cycle renewing itself. Mercury does this three to four times a year. This is our spring reset. This energy will compel you to express yourself on many levels. Communication will be a focus, just make sure it's reciprocated. What I mean is two-way communication and exchange of ideas. As you initiate this new cycle of self-expression, you will have access to some powerful energy that can and probably will help you make a difference or an impression on others if you need to. This is a good time to travel if possible too. However, if not physically, then mentally through visualization or within your own area locally. Because if you explore a new direction, you are more likely to discover something new. This energy opens you up to a download of more information than usual, so pay attention. If you are solid and organized, you may even gain some much-deserved recognition from others that you have earned through your individual efforts. Deep breath. So... That is our pretty personal packed week. Sun, Mercury, Mars and the Moon, Cirrus, all very personal, very personal about the individual. We're getting our little recalibration going before bigger things start coming in, like Jupiter entering Aries. That's going to trigger all kinds of other things. So let's go and consciously co-create with that one. And I want to say reach out if you feel called, if you have any questions or aha moments that you'd like to share. And I hope you have a fantastic week. And this is Callie Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.